the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 265, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. I, while you breathe in before we start this, I just realized I hold my breath. Probably not the best way to prep for something. No. Anyways. What do you got? Neat. We are going to chat today about is it better to own a business or be self-employed than to be an employee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would self-employed also um be like subcontractors mm-hmm. okay yep exactly okay <clears throat> where do you want to start Let's lay out the pros mm-hmm. of both. Both. So the pros of being self-employed is you answer to yourself. Mm-hmm. Freedom, technically. Freedom. Self-employed or business owner. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Um, but on the other side of freedom... Mm-hmm. Okay, we can't do that yet. Mm-hmm. You're right. We'll bring it up with the cons. You're right. Freedom's the best. Freedom's the the number one. Okay, freedom. Yes, you got freedom. Uh, aside from freedom, the other main pro is you have the all the upside. Mm-hmm. You as the owner or as the self-employed have all the upside. What do you mean by that? All the financial upside mm-hmm. you have so, as the owner. Right. So instead of like you being like a salesman, especially. Oh, most, sales, yeah. Most salesmen only get like 10% commission yep. at a regular job. So if you're on your own, you get all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So way, way, way higher financial. Possibilities. Possibilities. You're, you're yeah. So that's. Beautiful. So you have freedom and you have financial. And another big pro of owning your business is you get to set the standard. So if you don't like how things are ran at companies you work at, you think they do things wrong, you think they do things dumb, whatever, you have the final say. You are the the law of the land. You set the standard and everybody has to, in theory, abide by it or they won't be with your company. Mm -hmm. So you get the freedom, you get the money, and you get the the standards, Mm -hmm. the the set standard. You get the culture. You get to build your own culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Other pros of owning a business is you are going to become... A jack of all trades in a realm of you're going to understand the picture of life so much more. You're going to understand what goes into running a business. You're going to be able to, to let's see, relate and have like empathy for other business owners, for 
you're going to want to support more local businesses. You're going to want yeah, you're going to want to support more local businesses. You're going to you're going to honestly look back and go, "Man, dude, the fucking job I quit or whatever, I I think I understand mm-hmm. what the the owners were doing more, right? Uh and you're just going to understand the big picture of of why things operate the way things operate. So you're going to get a lot more I'm just going to get a lot more like almost like nicer. Yeah. And I, like um hmm what's from I think a lot more grace. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I when you said empathy, I think that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz just in general, like you're going to be more empathetic to all people. Mm-hmm. Just because you do understand like a part of the world that not a huge not a big population knows. Right. Yeah. And it, it just helps you understand, like, the economy, other businesses, uh, which, I mean, everything is run by a business. Right. So you just understand everything a lot more. Um, another big pro, <laughs> this one I like a lot, is your relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a business you're a business owner you're growing you have a growth mindset uh you're looking for you're looking at the bigger picture you're looking to serve Mm -hmm. right you're looking to serve you typically are going to end up if you do things right um do the right networking and stuff you're going to align yourself and build relationships with other people similar to that right people who who want to serve people who have a bigger outlook on life honestly it seems to be more positive thinkers Mm -hmm. uh so typically your relationships and your circle is going to become more positive Mm -hmm. and you have to weed through a lot of negative and you got to weed through a good amount of scammy people mm-hmm. i've noticed that we've weeded through a lot of small business people that start out who are just like greedy greedy mm-hmm. con artist type people and you get to uh you weed through that but as you do you meet some of the people that you go wow you are the the real type of entrepreneur i strive to be You're some the, some pretty amazing people i would say phenomenal people i would say successful like Legit entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are some of the greatest people you could ever meet. Hands down. Absolutely. Um, I would say that's the big main shit of owning a business. I think so too. Pretty much. The other thing is, I guess like the last thing I'll say on it is having your own business or being self-employed is 100% on you no excuses and whatever you put in you get out Mm -hmm. so you can't you don't have excuses you can't blame your boss you can't blame your co-workers it's you you are 100 percent responsible for everything so whatever you put in the more you put in the more uh, better things you put in the more development you do the more mentors you seek out etc the more you get out on the on mm-hmm. the back end. Yeah. So it is 100% a 
a picture of your effort. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot because you are not dependent on someone else. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like like the aspect of like calling your own shots. You kind of said that as well. Mm-hmm. But just the phrase calling your shots. Calling your shots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I I just have known like working for other companies, especially like bigger corporate companies, like even if we thought it was a better way, like we had to do it the company way. Mm-hmm. So just being able to have the freedom and just having the kind of atmosphere that you want, calling your own shots is just nice. The last thing is stability. Mm-hmm. It is potential for you to be more stable and safe owning your own business. Mm-hmm. As long as you do what you said, putting in the yes. work and effort mm-hmm. and you're rewarded by getting that back up. Right. That is why it can be more stable. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the pros of being self-employed or owning your own business. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess the uh, the last, or I, sh- I keep saying the last thing, another thing for owning your own business mm-hmm. If you own a business, you can make that an asset. Mm-hmm. You can work yourself out of working in the business and work on the business mm-hmm. or work above the business. Uh, so that's like, oh, yeah, that's even, that's probably takes everything I just said and goes above it all in the fact that if you do everything right, you're out to serve, you have the right mission, you you set the right culture, you bring the right people aboard, um, you you drive the mission forward, you can exit yourself out. This can be a self-driving vehicle that you just like check in on, keep the culture going and everything like that. Give them goals. Give them goals, standards, etc. And it will operate without you there giving you even more freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big one. That is a big That's one. That's a cool one. That is a cool one. So... Let's take it, bring it back um, to the pros of working, of being an employee. Mm-hmm. Number one, you know where you're going to work. You know where your income's coming from, right? You have no worries. You've got a lot less worries. I say, yeah. You got a lot less worries. Most times most times it's more stable if you're with like a a set up company you Mm -hmm. know um you you get pto at most places at most places you get benefits health insurances stuff like that Mm -hmm. um you can become an expert at your job yeah and at your skill set you're not worrying about the books. You're not worrying about marketing. You're not worrying about building relationships. You are focused on your skill, mm-hmm. your craft. You get to focus all of your time on that to become great at it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so you uh, – another thing is so you've got um, consistent income. With your consistent income, if you're focusing on your skills and you're bringing the company a lot of value, continual raises mm-hmm. and bonuses. Yeah. If you're with a good company, um, 
and increased benefits, you know, things like that. Um, and probably the biggest benefit of a job, freedom outside of your job. Mm -hmm. Most places you go into work and when you're done with work, you're done with work. Yeah. You go home for the, the night, you don't got to worry about work. You go home for the weekend, you don't have to worry about work. Sure, you're on, you, for sure, 40 hours a week or whatever, you're doing your work. But for the other however many fucking hours, it's 128 hours in a week or 156. 156 hours in a week? I have no clue. Whatever. The other time is all you. Mm. You spend 40 hours a week at that job or whatever it may be, and then you go home and you don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. You just get to life. That, I would say, is by far the biggest benefit of being an employee. Right, yeah. It's just, it's just boom. Um, so, somewhat stability. Or, like, more typically more stability. Mm -hmm. Consistent income, knowing where you're getting paid from. Um, if you're with a good company, uh, the, the better you are at your skill set, the more... You provide value, the more you get paid. Mm. Most likely they already have all the systems and processes in place. Absolutely. So you don't need to worry about any of those. Yep. You don't have to worry about being a jack of all trades. You don't have to worry about building out all the back ends of a business. Mm -hmm. You get to just focus on your craft. Mm -hmm. um, your risk is really non-existent, especially if you build a skill set and can go get a job if if that if that company went under or whatever, you could go get a job anywhere else with that skill set. Yeah. Um. And and you have boatloads of freedom. Mm -hmm. Boatloads of freedom. And depending on companies too, like some of them like will pay for you to get like certificates or do more Continue learning. Education. Yep. And obviously not all, but some will do that. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, the a lot of time businesses will have. Additional benefits depending on where you go. Honestly, camaraderie with coworkers. Oh yeah. No matter what, if you're the boss, there is going to be a different type of relationship with your employees. Period. Does not matter. It's going to yeah. happen. So mm -hmm. being able to just be a regular employee and just be coworkers with people, and having that camaraderie, it there is something just nice and different about it. It's mm -hmm. a little more relaxing. And everything absolutely mm -hmm. uh those those are the main pros i know for both of them i think so yeah should we hit some cons let's do some cons baby uh, let's do some cons all right cons for owning your own business or being self-employed number one everybody knows it risk mm -hmm. it's not uh, what i was gonna say but yes risk oh dang what were you gonna say go for, you go for yours and i'll tell me all right name. risk because you don't know where your income's coming from. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it's going to be successful. You don't know when your next paycheck is. You don't know when you're going to be able to provide for your family next, right? Mm -hmm. That is the risk. You're starting a new thing. You you have risk, period. Mm -hmm. uh, especially they say, 80, I think it's like 85% of businesses fail in the first five years. Yeah. I mean, like risk and stability, right? Because you, you may not know where, like, your next paycheck's going to come from, or you may 
start getting a lot of jobs and then you're like shoot i have to find employees oh yeah that's so you gotta one. find people to do them yeah and then you also have to worry about am i gonna be able to keep this work up uh-huh. or am i gonna have to start doing layoffs mm-hmm. because i can't get this much work again mm-hmm. so yeah i mean risk and stability i'm that those go hand in hand absolutely with owning your own business so it's it's not just your own life you have to worry about you have to worry about everyone else's yep um do you have anything more with risk no go ahead with what you're gonna say uh freedom so with with freedom comes also you're constantly thinking about your business if you own your own business our work day doesn't end when we leave the office we come home and we brainstorm things all day long when people say and i talk to mike about this a lot Mm mm-hmm uh when people say you're free like you get freedom you know you get rentals you know you get rentals and you Mm -hmm. get freedom you you have a business you get freedom whatever you don't have to answer to the man that is true after no it ain't fucking true period it don't matter because whatever level you're at you're thinking about your business. Mm-hmm. You are thinking how to make it better. You're thinking of ways to improve yourself, to improve your employees, to improve your systems, to improve your culture, um, to get better customers, to provide better, uh, uh, better quality and uh, uh, better quality and standards to your customers, things like that. And so, not only are you doing, so you just have freedom, mm-hmm. okay? Here's the part of freedom I'm going to add on to. You are now responsible for making sure the business runs. You're responsible for all the systems. You're responsible for the accounting, the bookkeeping, the insurance, the taxes, the payroll, uh, the setting up vendors, following the paying laws. bills, following laws. Yep. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you're responsible for all that and still getting the work done. For the skill that you started, the skill or service or product that you started this business for that you were doing previously at a job. Mm -hmm. So not only do you have to do that one thing, that thing that you were doing great or that you were doing that you think you can go make all of this money, great, grand, good, boom. But now you have to do the role or assign, but most of the time you do not have the funds in a startup to pay for, if 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 you're at a business right now, and you're an employee with a skill set. Let's just say you're a contractor, okay? If you're a construction guy working, take a look around, okay? You got a foreman, maybe a project manager. You got a salesman. You got uh, an admin administrator. You got an accountant. You got somebody leading the company, a CEO. Um, if you look at that, maybe an HR, if you're in your role, look at all of those roles. You are now that person. Mm-hmm. You have to do your job as well as all of those people's jobs. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a, a, a way smaller scale to start? Absolutely. But you don't have those skills. You have to go learn all those skills. Mm-hmm. You have to bootstrap your way through doing all of that. That is where your freedom, sure you have it. You don't have to answer to the man. But now all your free time you had before, your afternoons, your weekends, that is all spent on strumming up new work. Making sure you're paying your taxes, getting your insurance set up, uh, making sure your materials on the job site or whatever you need, you know, working with your vendors, things like that. Communication with the customers, 
uh, and then providing the service. And training. I mean, you have to train new employees when you get them. Absolutely. And then you have to manage those employees when you get them. Like, yep. It's it's a lot of roles you have to cover at first. And yep. most likely, it's going to be just you for a while. Uh-huh. Not to mention your personal development and education. You're going to have to learn to do all of those roles by the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where your freedom is a double-edged sword. And that's what I was going to say right away, but then Sam stopped me. Um, mm-hmm. So you got risk mm-hmm. and you got some freedom. Um, or lack of freedom. Lack of freedom. And as far as owning a business, depending who you are, there's going to be another big key player and that's motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slash discipline. Thank you. Your, if you are not that type of person to be very disciplined, structured with habits, and you're going to just pop into this business thinking motivation of the idea of whatever your goals are going to drive you, you're dead wrong. Mm -hmm. You're going to fail. Or you're not going to make any money for a long time until you can learn that the only way you're going to make it and be successful long term, which success is living up to your full potential, mm-hmm. the only way you're going to do it are living up to your your mission, your values, your standards, etc. The only way you're going to do that is through through discipline and habits. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Cuz motivation is only going to last temporarily. Right. And I mean you have to do all the things that you don't want to do. That's it. Like I don't know. I don't know how many times like we get to this podcast and we're just like, shoot, we forgot to record one for Monday. So then we'll get in here at 8 p.m., get the work done so then we can go to bed. Can I tell you what's even harder than that sometimes? Hmm. It's the the knowing. So the discipline habit things, um, it's the knowing you can do it. But in order for you to grow and get better, you have to pass it off. Mm -hmm. So you have to train somebody. Mm -hmm. You have to put responsibility on their shoulders and make them responsible for something. All while you, at the end of the day, are still responsible. You still have to check in, etc. and Mm -hmm. make sure it's good. And to not just immediately go like, well, I'll just do it then. Exactly. The hardest thing with, with that is to... Take the time, the energy to pass off that responsibility and train somebody properly, giving them the proper uh, training and expectations for them to be successful with it. Mm -hmm. When you know that you can just rock out and do it, you have to be disciplined to put in structures, to put in systems, to do the things to bring you towards your vision, your values, your mission, um through that uh passing off through proper training and expectations to employees yeah. and that is extremely difficult especially when you can knock something out in 15 minutes but now you're training somebody and it takes them an hour and a half and they fuck it up mm-hmm. just having that patience it's patience and that's the same thing dude i noticed like when i first started working with nate Dude, he just probably had to hate me because I would just fuck stuff up and then we'd have to go rework it. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> and I mean, I still have that with, you know, I got that with my guys. And there's times when I fuck stuff up still and I we got to fix it and stuff like that. And that to to be able to, as an owner, to stomach that and go, we fucked up. How do we learn from this? How do we move forward? And and like accepting that it's losing money. It's losing time. It's testing our patience. Mm-hmm. But we have to do it to go to the next level, to mm-hmm. take the next step. It yeah. has to be done even though it's fucking not easy. Right. That is... <laughs> that's fucking hard that's all i'm gonna say about it is it's hard mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah any more cons for owning your own business oh there's a ton yeah there's a ton um liability uh something gets fucked up you can get sued yep um just you know stress everything comes back to you at the end of the day you are fully 100 percent responsible for the whole thing you're responsible for the well-being of everybody that works for you, of um, vendors that you partner with, of customers, you are responsible for that well-being. Um, if you are crushing it and you're 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 a huge part to your vendor, you know your vendor's supplying you with stuff. Mm-hmm. You're you're paying for them to live, right? You have employees. You're paying for your employees to live. And your customers are getting a product or service that they need or want or or whatever. And so it's part of their well-being. If you fuck that up, you fuck with people's well-being, mm-hmm. period. Think about um, a good example of that is the whole Bud Light cancellation. Huge. Um, so people were, I mean, canceling Bud Light, not drinking Bud Light. But the issue was, is that wasn't just affecting Budweiser. It was affecting... All of the independent companies that um, are distributors for it. Yep. So, because no one was drinking Bud Light, they weren't getting paid. So the vendors weren't getting paid. The, the sorry, the distributors. The, the distributors, distributors weren't getting paid. The end. Uh, the end person that the distributors ships to, right? The bars, the, the restaurants, store, yeah. the stores, etc. They paid for it. Mm-hmm. They had to pay for it. They probably have it on like a net 30 terms or whatever, or Mm -hmm. some of them had to pay for it on a cash basis. They're not getting that money back. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now you're you're screwing with the livelihood because of decisions your company made. Mm -hmm. People you had in your company, now you're affecting the well-being of the end uh, customer or like the end customer for you um, or the vendor. Well, just the customer experience in general. The customer experience, yeah. Um, so the customer itself, the the store, yep. the supplier, yeah, the store, store. the distributor. distributor, and the warehouse because mm-hmm. now the warehouse they're they're laying off people to warehouse because now they're not producing as much. Now since they're not selling as much, um, you're affecting the salesmen's, uh, mm-hmm. and so since you aren't selling as much, now the manufacturers are getting, um, the brewers, everything like that. All those people are being laid off because they're not producing as mm-hmm. much, and so it's a full, uh, like. Bop, 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 chain of chain of chain reaction yeah chain reaction that affects so many people down that line from one person's decision from one person's decision mm-hmm. and so that's the same thing you have to think of when it's your business mm-hmm. so as you start gaining a name for yourself as you're doing things providing a service providing whatever and you 
have somebody in your company, or maybe it's you, that does something like that, and now you have to do layoffs, there's a lawsuit, etc., you just affected a lot of people's well-being. Mm. And that's on you. Yep. Be- yeah, because there yeah. should have been a process in place to have multiple approvals for mm-hmm. something or... Because most of the time, like, big things like that can be avoided if there's processes and policies in place. 100% that are followed, yep. Mm-hmm. Making sure your company has a handbook. <sighs> that. That's a big one. Yep. Anyways. Um. So, yeah. Any other quick cons to rip off? I would say those are the main cons that come to my mind, which is lack of freedom. You have risk, you have responsibility, you have liability, mm-hmm. um, and your your time Inconsistency. Freedom. Inconsistency, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about it before. Sean, did, Sean Ryan did not take paychecks, really. I mean, you made minimal money for the first three, four years of the business. Motherfuckers don't even believe me when I tell them that. They're like, oh, well, what'd you make? You you guys were making all this money. I was like, we made $500 a month for the first year, year and a half. And they're like, no, that's not possible. And I'm like, okay, I'm a liar then. What? Yeah. My tax statement? Show it, you idiot. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, what'd you make your second year? $750 a month. And they're like, well, you had all your draws and stuff. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. That did not exist our first couple of years. And I think by the fourth, third or fourth year, you guys were postponing cashing your checks because you didn't have the money in. We were postponing. We were postponing cashing our checks and asking main employees to not cash theirs. Yeah. Until we could get paid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It wasn't till what probably year five that you were like really stable, had a reserves, everything. Year four. Year four is okay. when we didn't have to worry about cashing a check okay. or you know like an employee cashing their check mm-hmm. or whatever it was year it was part of the way through year four is when that happened yeah um and that's when we started having enough funds to start building up reserves and things like that but i mean you guys still didn't have a crazy salary but even then on our tax statement that shows we made more money we still had a very modest salary fifty thousand dollars and that's like what we did. That's what we lived on. And when we would take our draws, that money almost every time went back into fueling the business, mm-hmm. um, expanding more houses, uh, more clients, more employees, yeah. etc. It wasn't like we're taking this and just going and blowing it. No. I mean, never did we blow a full draw on something. No. We always put it back. Mm -hmm. so that's where like people don't understand and andy Fursell talks about it better than anybody else his first what is it seven years of business his first seven years of business he made fifty six thousand dollars total total in the first seven years of business Mm -hmm. fifty six thousand dollars total um and it's i mean that shit's true dude you you sacrifice a ton Mm -hmm. there's a ton of sacrifice but what comes on the other side like we discussed earlier you can have a self-running company Mm -hmm. you can build a culture you can supply jobs to more people you can you can be responsible and help with people's well-being and standard of living and things like that Mm. yeah i mean there's potential for more as long as you put it in that's it dude put in the time put in the work and you will uh the the fruits of the labor will pay off Mm. whatever right yeah so cons 
cons of being an employee. Mm-hmm. Um, first con is you are at the beck and call of the owners, the managers, whatever. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to do what they tell you to do mm-hmm. or you'll be out of a job. Yep. I, I mean, I'm sure both of us multiple times have tried to change things. Oh, yeah. Do things differently. And at the end of the day, if people above you don't like it, you have to keep doing it how it was, how they That's want it. That's it. That's it. You have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that is to your employer. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's it. That's where people, like, you have to answer to the man. Mm-hmm. That's the number one. Lack of freedom, obviously. Number two is lack of freedom. You have time commitments. Mm-hmm. You spend your time at work. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Um, you don't really, for most people working for a company, you don't have the option of not getting paid for your time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> obviously like with remote positions now i i know some people do do they extra things set up i know i know some people who set up systems mm-hmm. especially people in like the the software world yeah um they can set up code to do a lot of repetition and things for them mm-hmm. so like something that you know might take somebody 10 hours a week they have uh, code and quick commands and everything set up so that it doesn't take up really any of their time. Everything yeah. gets done when it comes through. If this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's ways like that that you can gain back some of your time. I also know that in some roles, they allow you to have assistants. Yeah. And so you could get an assistant, you could get a virtual assistant, whatever, to take a lot of your work off your plate. And maybe they do a lot of your back end stuff that's only like fifteen, twenty dollar an hour tasks mm-hmm. and you can focus more depending on your role in the company on tasks uh, that are commission based or whatever, performance based making you seventy five hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. So there's things like that yeah. for sure. But typically those things aren't available to the majority of people yeah. that are in a job. Yeah. So you lack freedom. Yeah. I would also say, uh like taxes. Uh, is it kind of for both, but with being an employee, like you don't have the opportunity to have write-offs. hundred percent. I mean, owning a business, you're going to pay more in taxes anyways. Typically, typically. Yes. Unless you're really good at taxes. Yep. Um, but yeah, you don't get the opportunity to have all those write-offs. Uh, yeah. That's another pro we didn't talk about with businesses yeah. is write-offs. I didn't want to say it was a pro because... You still have to pay tax. Like, taxes is still a big issue for uh, businesses, especially like small to medium businesses. Pay a lot in taxes. Um, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But through proper ways, depreciations, yeah. different assets, they're able, to, especially real estate professionals. Things yeah. Like that. But uh, we won't go down that rabbit mm-hmm. hole. That to you. But yeah, I mean, so you don't you don't get those opportunities. But your employer pays all your taxes for yep. you. Um, and you don't you don't have to worry about it. You just get your what is it, W two? I think so, yeah. At the end of the year and you that's it. Yep. Oh. You don't get the whole pie. Yeah, no. You make your hourly wage, you make your salary, you make your commission, and typically it isn't the it isn't the big part of the pie. You're, you're getting a little slice. You're a cog in the machine and that's, that's it. it. 
you're not you're not reaping the total reward. Mm-hmm. Then again, you didn't put all the risk in. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, another con of being self-employed. So you have to being, answer to people. Oh, good. Not self-employed. Being employed. employed. Sorry, being employed. Did I say self-employed? You said self-employed. Oh, I'm sorry. Being employed. Um, being employed, you have to answer to someone. Um, you don't get the whole piece of the pie. You... You you're don't kind get of, tax write-offs. And you're limited in your wages, right? I mean, you can do more work. Yeah, for sure. You can do more work, but it's not up to you if you get paid more. It's up to the people above you. Yep. If they want to give you a raise, they can give you a raise. If you put in more work and they're just like, mm, it's not in the budget, yeah. then you can't. Also, if you have a personal brand or a personal standard... And your company don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You're kind of going against your own values. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're not able to live up to your standard mm-hmm. or your potential. So it is also it is also a lot harder to live up to your full potential. Um, it can be a lot harder to live up to your full potential. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, a simple example of that is I one of the jobs I worked at when I became a manager. It wasn't their policy at all times, but like my boss said, I had a, uh, I had a, a blue underlayer of hair for mm-hmm. a year in college, and when I became a manager, he, my boss said, like I had to dye it back to a natural color mm-hmm. because I was a higher up and I needed to have a better example and yeah. I needed to follow like follow the policies because of being management. That wouldn't go in today's world, but absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's one of the things, right. right? Like I loved having that. I liked enjoy like having that, but in order for my, to keep my job and to get a promotion, I had to get rid of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Old standard like that. Um, Even like down to like what you wear. Uh, most uh, most jobs not anymore but i mean when i worked at the mall i had a dress code i had to follow right my mom has a dress code still at her job yeah so i mean there is like that lack of freedom and and being like um having your own identity right like you don't really get to be in in any job workforce like we go to quick trip and the guy behind the counter is connor Mm-hmm. Well, the higher ups at Quick Trip don't really care what Connor, like what his personal brand is, because now his personal brand is Quick Trip. Quick Trip's yes. brand, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to follow that mm-hmm. standard. Yep, that brand. Um, I'll say the last, the last thing I'm thinking of that's coming to my mind is you have risk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I say that because if a company is mismanaging themselves, you may not know and you could be out of a job. Yeah. There was a a bunch of big tech companies that did massive layoffs this past week. Massive. Ma- Just think of how many big companies over the last two, three years. Think of all the way back to COVID. Think of, think of over the last three years mm-hmm. how many companies did layoffs, how mm-hmm. many people lost their jobs. And think of how many people, when things were doing really well in 2021, well, that's not true. Let me re- re- say that. Think of how many people that were doing really good in 2019 
in 2020 that got these great paying jobs, built their lifestyle around these great paying jobs, and then lost those jobs. Mm -hmm. And then they could not find another position making that kind of money. Mm. And I think, thankfully, right, it wasn't as big of an issue as it, like, has been in the past or, like, with some cities. So, like, uh, in Ashland, they had the Ordox. Right? Is that what closed down and then a lot of people had to move away because there was no jobs? Oh, way back in the day? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Ashton used to have a population of around 30,000, um, but they were huge on uh, coal. Like, so they had the Ordox they'd bring in and ship out coal. Mm-hmm. And I think also logs, wood and coal, something like that, Probably. whatever. Um, but yeah, as soon as the Ordox shut down and that, that shut down, Ashton's got a population of 8,500. Mm-hmm. So I mean that killed an area. So you think if you like you thought you were safe, you thought you had a good job, you were secure, and then those jobs were gone. Now you have to re. You may have to relocate. relocate you may have to your sell family. your house. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. I mean, I definitely think a lot of businesses like, and and we've talked about this before. I feel more comfortable working for myself than someone else because you have your own destiny is in your hands. That's it. Mm-hmm. The effort I put in is the effort I receive back. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I like that. I like to know that no matter what happens, it's on me. Mm-hmm. It's what whatever happens, it's my fault. Yeah, because I mean, who knows? You could uh, someone could have a personal vendetta against you at your company, and they could just screw you over because they feel like it. Yep. You never know. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty sick, dude. There's a lot of. I'm not going to say what's better or what's worse. It's all based 100% on what you want. And um, and honestly, your personality too. Huge. Some, pe- some people are born to just be a worker bee. And that is perfectly all right. It's Perfect. not a bad thing. The, if that the, is your, uh, uh, not priority, if that is your like skill set is to be a worker bee, do it. Embrace it. Yep uh i've this this stand this has been said so many times i've listened to so many people say it andy recently did it on his um one of his daily things what are those called andy grams andy grams um at the end of the day everything is about success and success should be living up to your full potential Mm -hmm. um and it's not just the destination of your full potential it's the daily execution of being or living up to your true potential Mm -hmm. right and so um the daily execution of your best self that is success so if you are just you know if you are a worker bee and you are uh, great at machining you're great at being a uh, engineer right you're great at being a doctor Mm -hmm. that's your full potential like, if you're continuing your education, you're continually getting better, you're teaching new people things, you're um, looking to mentors to learn new things, to develop even more, and you're striving to be the best version of yourself every day, dude, that's success. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't think just because you listen to some shit about some people talking that you need to go start a business. Yeah. Live your true potential. Now, on the other hand, if you're working at a job, you're not fulfilled, you're not living up to your potential because you know you can do more, you have 
a drive to do more. You have a vision. You want to you want to provide for people. You want to serve, mm-hmm. right? Um, you want to be selfless, things like that. Then you need to do everything you can to pivot into owning your own business. Yeah. But you need to decide what that what success to you looks like. You yes. need to decide what that looks like, and that's going to tell you if it's worth one. If because either way, no matter what route you go, there's pros and cons. So you need to decide what route is worth it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even just to add a little thing with that, it is very normal, like to have higher ups and lower level people. Because if you look in nature, there's bees, beehives. There's one so queen, close. a whole bunch of worker bees doing everything to keep the hive going, surviving, everything. Wolves, there's a pack leader. Yeah. And then everyone else knows their duties within the pack. That's how the older, The older wolves in the pack will be way up front. So if there is a predator, they, the, the older ones know that they may die right. but because they're older they're weaker they know that they aren't as successful at keeping the pack going compared to all the young pups still Correct. Back there. they're doing their role mm-hmm. that's the biggest biggest thing i talk about on this podcast all the time we talk about it all the time your community mm-hmm. <clears throat> communities are supposed to be 30 to 140 people something like that 30 yeah. to 150 people something like that <clears throat> everybody would have their own role in that community. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their role. They all work together for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those communities all build into a bigger community, into a country, whatever, right? Yeah. But like everybody serves the community with their own certain duties. Mm-hmm. There's a leader, there's managers, you know, whatever. But you have to have that. You have to have a leader who delineates uh, responsibility to other individuals who delineate responsibility to to the other workers. Mm -hmm. You have to have that. And then you have the individuals, which is what's so fucked up about our government. You have the elders. Mm -hmm. And what are the elders there for? They're there to consult. They're there to give you their wisdom, tell you the things they learned, the mm-hmm. things they did wrong that you can avoid. They're and not there to be in charge. They're, they're not there, no. They're there to be like supervisors, to just guide you. If you look in nature, tell me a species where the oldest, the most decrepit, the most senile are the leaders. doesn't exist because the young bucks, the strong people, the strong people mm-hmm. run them the fuck off and put them in their role mm. in front of the pack and in front of the pack to be sacrificed essentially or when they're sitting around to teach them the wisdom they have learned. Mm-hmm. And that's it, dude. And so that's what's fucked up about how we do our, things. How our government's ran. Retirement age for us is 65, yet everybody running the country is over 70. Yeah. Anyways, when you look at shit like that, Everybody has a role with delineated responsibility. You got a leader. You got mid. You got high managers, mid managers, and you got the worker bees. You have to have it, mm-hmm. and you have the mentors, the consultants, the the wisdom around, which and are the elders. And if you don't have that, then that machine won't work. If you if you screw up one cog, that machine will not work. And either if you decide not to do it, then they'll replace you. Right? They'll right. get someone else to do that. Right. 
duty in any society community that's it back in the day i'm sure right if the bread maker decided he didn't want to make bread anymore fucking peace out dude we'll get a new guy in 100 percent. absolutely it's how it's always been that's how it should be we've gotten so fucked up in society that we came we've gotten so far from that but Mm -hmm. Uh, that is what I have for you today. And no one's true calling is to be lazy and not work. Oh, dude, nobody's true calling is to live off of welfare. Hell no. So. Um, if you uh, look back to uh, Auschwitz times, um, World War II, yeah. uh, one of the, I think, besides Jews, the other population that they killed were all of the people that were pretty much on welfare that didn't couldn't contribute. Society. People that do not have a skill set get killed. Mm-hmm. They're not. Why feed them? Right. They're a waste. Where we've read books, the people that had skill, the Jews that had skill sets, they did not kill them. They survived. They survived because they put them to work because they were like, we can't kill you. You contribute to our greater goal. You are important. You're important. Sure, you're a slave. Sure, you're barely getting fed. But we're not killing you because mm-hmm. we need you. Mm-hmm. So it's like the tattooist. Mm-hmm. The tattooist oh, and uh, the happiest man in life. Happiest man in life. Yeah, he was a machinist or some sort. All right, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Okay, cool. That's what we got. All right, sick gang. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hope you learned something. See you. Peace.